The word decluttering is like the elephant in the room. It's like, wow, that's the part of selling a home that tends to be the hardest. Buying and selling a home doesn't need to be an overwhelming task. I'm Lisa Maloney, and I've been both a buyer and a seller. I've got a 12-year track record as a real estate broker here in Western North Carolina. Today, we're going to talk about one aspect of selling your home that most people haven't considered. What are you going to do with all of your stuff? Hi, this is Lisa Maloney with eXp Realty. And we have been talking in the past about helping clients with listing their home and staging and what all needs to be done and decluttering. And the word decluttering is like the elephant in the room. It's like, wow, that's the part of selling a home that tends to be the hardest. And what we've decided to do is try to get some tips on how to declutter and what's involved in that. And what I've found is that Lynn is really our specialist in that area and has made some lifelong friends with clients as she helps to declutter and helps them through that process. Because as we know, the key date in a listing is the date the photographs are made. And by that point, everything pretty much has been done in that home. How do we help them get ready for that? So Lynn, I'm going to ask you to go into a couple of suggestions on how do you actually declutter a house prior to listing? Well, one of the first things that you would like to do is go through the house as a whole and look at the areas in which need the most work. And usually those are areas like the master bedroom, the office, a family room, and the kitchen. Start with one room in particular. Don't try to do all the rooms at the same time. By pulling everything out of that room and placing it out, you can then see if you're going to keep everything that you're going to be packing and moving. A lot of times if you're downsizing, you're not going to want to bring everything. And that's where people get stuck and slow down because they tend to look at every single thing that they pack. And that's not necessarily going to make it easy for you. The best thing to do is to bring like things together and decide how many of those things you're going to need. Can you see them in your new space? Will they go in your new space? Will you have room for them in your new space? And so by putting like things together, for example, vases, books, picture frames, candles, candle holders, knickknacks, accessories, those sort of things, you always want to put like things together. How many do you have? How many do you need? And how many are going to go to your new space? And will go in your new space. The kitchen in particular is a place where you can start and box up everything you don't need. For example, all of the heavy equipment, the mixers, the crock pots, the pressure cookers, and all of those big equipment items, go ahead and box those up. Go ahead and eat down your pantry some. It's nice when someone opens your pantry, which they always do, and they see that everything fits in there really nicely. Of course you have food in your pantry because you still live there and you eat there, but having it pared down and having just the things that you need uh, will show the prospective buyers that there's plenty of room for storage, there's plenty of room for their things. Go ahead and box up all those extra glasses that you don't need. If you have several sets of plates, 
go ahead and only keep one set of plates in your cupboard. Really just box up everything that is extra and duplicate that you're not going to need on a day-to-day basis. And one of the things that you know, I'd like to reiterate a little bit is no client's the same and no property's the same. We have been successful in helping people with 900 square feet up to 7,000 square feet. And really what it comes down to that I've seen so successful that you've done is come up with a plan and a plan that works with that client, with that property. And that might be a week period of time. It might be a month period of time. It's really What is their agenda? What is it they're wanting to accomplish? Because at the end of the day, we're wanting to try to get a client moved on out of that property into their next home and also try to maximize the dollar for that. And what we found is this decluttering is probably the single part that really makes it so effective. Um, Can you talk a little bit about how you work with clients in creating that schedule? Because I've seen how you don't allow them to get overwhelmed and just take it piece by piece. Well, I think you have to point out to somebody that making a schedule a week to week schedule and saying, all right, now this is the week that we're going to go ahead and do the kitchen. These are the things that I want you to do. Here's where I want you to start. Here's the things that I want left behind in the cabinets and how we want them left behind. When it comes to the master bedroom, it's sort of like we're now in spring and summer. Let's go ahead and box up all the winter clothes and put that in storage. Let's make additional space in those closets so that everything that's left in there can be sorted very nicely and show that there's a lot of room in the closets. And by working with somebody on a week-to-week basis and giving them um, a task or a job to do for that particular week, or maybe it's even you know three or four days, all right? Let's do this in three or four days, and then we'll move on from there it breaks it down to the point where it's very manageable and you don't become overwhelmed. You can understand what the plan is and it moves you forward. Yeah, one of the things that I think we've been very successful at is, again, if clients are older and they don't have the energy to do a lot of the packing, do a lot of the moving, are you able to bring in folks at an inexpensive rate to try to help with this process? Right. A lot of times people think that packing up an entire house is too much and it is a lot of work, but if you have it organized in sections, then you take one section at a time and you pack that portion up and then you put a box and you label it and you color code it and we can bring people in at a reasonable amount and work with them and get everything boxed up. Well, and what I've found, it's almost 100% of the time, once it's completed, there is this wonderful, grateful, uh, the clients are thrilled and they always say, why don't we do this earlier? Why don't we do this earlier? And I guess it's just like one of those things that you tend to delay. I know you also can give clients some ideas on where to donate these things and assist them with uh, how to get the paperwork necessary for tax so that you can write that off on your taxes if you choose. There are a lot of companies out there, um, all those nonprofit companies that are more than happy to accept the donations and they go to good causes. They will give you receipts for them as long as you keep an itemized sheet for every donation that you've given them. You can use that on your taxes. Well, I agree. And one of the things we talk about, this is the physical, the aspect of what they see with the eye. 
but also every home, whether it's an older home, whether it's pets or whatever, also uh, we want to make sure that we present the best smells. So I know you've had some great suggestions that don't cost much or ideas on how do you really neutralize smells within a home. Could you elaborate on that? Sure. Um, the first thing that happens when people come into your house is they notice the lighting and they notice the smell. And their senses are very acute to everything about the house because it's something new and they're looking at everything. And they're smelling everything. So you want to try not to smoke in your house. If you are a smoker, please smoke outside the home. Um, smoking for a lot of people uh, they're allergic to it, so it's better to smoke outside the home and keep the ashtrays cleaned and put away. Also, um, if you have pets with the litter boxes, um, making sure that those are cleaned um, on a very regular basis so the smells don't permeate the home. Also, make sure you have a place for your cat when there's a showing whether it's a room or a little crate uh, for your pet. Uh, that way the pet is safe and doesn't get out during a showing. Another thing you would like to do is put on the stove some water with lemon and lavender and or peppermint oil um, and let it permeate the house. Keep your fan running on your HVAC unit on so that it produces this smell throughout your house. Uh, if you need to put it into your air vent area while the fan is running, it helps bring the smells throughout the home. Um, this helps neutralize all the other smells in your house and just gives it a very fresh scent when somebody walks in and a pleasant scent that they'll enjoy when they come in. Well, thank you for all those ideas. And I know that's just the tip of the iceberg, but I would like to remind folks that with every listing that we work with, we do give a one hour free consult on our suggestions and decluttering and come up with a plan for them. It might be they want to do it all themselves or they might want us to get some help and help with that process. So thank you, Lynn, so much for your suggestions. I know when I went through it personally, it made the process a whole lot easier and a whole lot more fun. Thank you.